This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. The 2020 Chinese great crop robbery. Last summer, hedge funds doing business in China told me that they could buy up to 28 to 30 million metric tons of corn, with 20 to 24 million metric tons coming from us. That, along with the death of the corn crop in our region, as moisture reserves were depleted, was another of the reasons that I gave to change horses in August, and why I advised farmers to bin crops. That information was only worth something if acted upon, I told my subscribers that I was acting upon my own advice in order to reinforce the message. I offset anything sold with longs and futures. I cannot remember a time when I gave more important information, which was worth more. It's not over yet. The horse should have further to run. I explained what was happening, even to the point of telling how USDA was helping China and funds steal your crops. I even used the word criminal. I hope that Comstock Report subscribers are holding more 2020 inventory than what we hear as the general rule, as we hear that farmers have sold out 85 to 90 percent of their 2020 production. They did not sell much at recent prices, and they have little left to sell. When I told my subscribers that China was going to buy a lot of corn and that the carryout would shrink substantially, the USDA estimate of Chinese corn purchases here was 6 to 7 million metric tons. They are only at 17.5 million now still dragging behind actual Chinese purchases. Had USDA been on the ball and told farmers that China would buy 20 million metric tons last fall, information that hedge funds had, they would have had important information with which to make market decisions from. Essentially, the USDA helped the Chinese steal the crop from U.S. farmers by giving an inaccurate assessment of what they would buy. If the hedge funds knew it, why not USDA? The USDA was also busy highballing 2020 U.S. crop production, giving the illusion that the late summer fall collapse of crop conditions missed by the condition ratings that we could see with our own eyes was not happening. The crop was not made and lacked the moisture to fill. It was a slow death during August to harvest. Next complaint, the July crop report farmer survey is a bad joke. Asking farmers what they planted is good information. All that USDA has to do is have their computer connected to the crop insurance reported acreage, and they would have that. It should not be so hard for one computer to talk to another. Heck, the Russians get into our computer systems all the time. They probably know how many acres were planted here, and we don't, going off less accurate farmer surveys. As far as yield estimates are concerned, they're pretty much worthless on July 1st. Asking farmers what their crop will yield would differ even from asking what their neighbor's crops would yield. The firmer survey of yield expectations should not weigh heavily into their production estimate. I did come within 50 bushels per acre of estimating my corn yield July 1st. The crop looked fantastic at that date, sure to make my APH near 230. Somehow, only 180 bushel per acre showed up in the bin. It took until November before USDA began to adjust for lower yields, accentuated in their January production report. And if history is our guide, they may yet revise the 2020 yields lower again in their September stocks report. I will tell the story of the 1972 Russian grain robbery in a following report, but this one was similar. The buyers had information that U.S. farmers did not, 
and USDA failed to protect farmer interests by their slowness to recognize the deterioration in the yields and their low ball forecasts for exports. USDA did not even catch up in the January annual report. Hedge funds got rich off this information, and farmers didn't. There's no real material changes in weather in South America. The trade is waiting for confirmation of old crop soybean export sales. China is not the only one buying corn at this price, with sales made to Mexico and Japan reported in the daily system. New crop prices this month figure in the crop insurance revenue guarantees. The U.S. dollar is in the process of attempting to rebound, which is contrary to the headlines. Dollar strength had no impact on the crude oil market, which is up into new highs above $54 a barrel. January lows will now become important support for the dollar. Cotton is a dollar-sensitive commodity. Cotton prices hit a low of 52.80 last April when buying new clothes was one of the last things on the minds of consumers. It traded 82 cents Monday in what has been a slow but sure uptrending recovery. Corn and soybeans are trying to buy acres from cotton. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.